Hello and welcome. This is Self-Control, How to Build a Better Life, the podcast that will inspire you to take control of your mind and your mindset to go forward and build the life that you want to live. Practical tips, mindset shifts, prompts that you can use in your daily life to start feeling better, to start living better today. In this episode, if you struggle with unhealthy or bad habits, procrastination, laziness, if you're behaving in a way that you wish you weren't, here's your magic lamp. I'm going to present to you a mindset shift, a system of thought, along with some writing prompts so you can grant yourself that wish. So if you're ready to take control of your life and to feel better about your future and to start cutting back on some of those negative, bad, unhealthy, or toxic habits, let's go. So I really think to get your hands around a problem, to begin solving a personal problem in your life, it begins with awareness. You know, I think for the purposes of this episode, we're going to assume that you are on some level, to some amount, to some degree, aware that there is a problem in your life. And that is the the bad habit, the procrastination, the laziness. That is the thing, the habit that you are looking to break. Now, it may be tough. You might be asking yourself, well, is this even a problem? You know, do I need to put in the work to fix it? I would say if you're here and you're asking yourself, you know, is the booze a problem? Is the fact that I can't seem to communicate with my partner a problem? Is the fact that I'm not sleeping, uh, you know, more than three, four, five hours a night a problem? I can't tell you if it's a problem. But what I can say is that intuitively, we as people, we quite often know when there is a problem. We're aware of what's bothering us. So if you're thinking, I do want to live a better life. There may be some things in my life that I can improve. Look at those things that are bothering you. Those things where you ask, is this a problem? Could this be better? That is an invitation right there. And that begs a closer look. So I'm going to unveil now a four-step process. It's a mindset shift along with some writing prompts. uh, A process that you'll unveil, unfurl over time towards living a better life, towards laying off some of those bad habits. So if you're ready for those four steps, let's get started. All right, the first step in this process is very simple. You can start it literally right now. No more crucifying yourself. No more chastising yourself. No more speaking negatively to yourself when you come up short. This may seem somewhat counterintuitive, right? Because quite often we we fail to do something. We come up short or we're lazy. We're procrastinating. We put something off and then we beat ourselves up. Ah, I'm lazy. I'm a dumb guy. I'm an idiot. I'm a fool. I'll never make it. Everybody knows it. Everybody can see it. Nobody's proud of me. Blah, blah, blah. It goes on and on. Quite often, quite often what I found for myself is that that tendency often took the place of doing any actual real work, right? We, we, we get that rush of beating ourselves up. We say, we'll try again. And then we don't do any real work as far as, you know, making a plan, making the steps to, to not make that mistake. Again, we let that, that negative self-talk feel like a solution, feel like payback for failure. But I got to tell you that at least in my opinion, That negative self-talk, that chastising, that crucifying, that repeated self-abuse, that could never be the sunshine and the rain that we need to grow, right? That could never be the recipe um, for a clear runway to success. How could it be? Instead of negative self-talk, gradually, as best you can, every opportunity that you can, begin to inject a little bit of rational, present talk into your life. Yes, I've failed. Yes, I've been spinning my wheels for five years. Okay, that's honesty right there. It's not, I'll do it again, I'll try later, blah, blah, blah. It's, 
Yes, I failed. Yes, I've been spinning my wheels for five years in whatever given area we're talking about. It's not going to be easy, but I'm going to fix the problem. How about that? Instead of saying, I'll try again, or maybe, maybe someday, or maybe never, tell yourself, look, I've been f***ing up. I've been making mistakes. I've been falling short, but I am going to fix it. We don't need to have a solution in mind even yet, but we're simply going to begin talking to ourselves in a way that would be conducive, that would be receptive, in a way that would beget, I'm sorry to be using these $10 words, we're going to be speaking to ourselves in a way that would encourage growth, encourage the possibility of improvement. It won't be a straight line, but more and more days will be dedicated to improvement. So if you're looking to begin improving in some area of your life, stop with the negative self-talk. Stop crucifying yourself. Okay, the second step in this process, begin keeping a record of your behavior. In that record, you will be consistent, you will be unafraid, you will be honest, and you will not hide from the facts. Now, if you're listening to this show, you know that I advocate journaling. I'm a big advocate of, of keeping a, a regular journal. You know, for almost five years daily, I've been sitting down and writing a few hundred words just on what I did that day, how I felt, how I slept, etc., and so forth. If that's not something that <laughs> excites you, if that's not something that just seems like more work to you, I, I understand that. I don't, I don't see a world for me where my life Im continues improving, my life continues developing without journaling. Now, if you don't want to take on the task of journaling immediately, but you still want to continue uh, on this on this path, on this process, start a record, start a journal, simply, simply tied to the behavior that you're looking to change. If you want to just keep your journal to a couple pages or a page a day, simply related to the behavior you're looking to change. If it's procrastination, if it's binge eating, if it's giving your time to somebody who is not, you know, appreciative or respectful of your time, whatever that may be, start to just keep a record in writing. Or if you're not someone that can bring themselves to write, you could do voice notes on your phone. You could do vlog, you know, selfie videos on your phone and go back and watch them or have them get them transcribed. There's a couple of transcription services out there where they can take that audio and video and, and create a pretty good text file that you can read and keep on record. Whatever it may be for you, you want to start living a better life. You want to start getting awareness of the problem, increasing your awareness of the problem. You have to keep a record. And I would say too, that the more you do this record keeping, journaling, vlogging, audio notes, whatever it takes, the more you do it, the more you'll want to do it. So you might begin just with five, 10 minutes a day saying, Ah, uh, yeah, I procrastinated on doing the laundry again today. I put off having that important conversation with my partner again today. Or I binge ate today. I, I gave in. I went to the food court and went nuts. Whatever that may be. The more you start to develop your own voice, your own sort of um, objectification of yourself, right? Where you're now telling your life story, the more you're going to want to do it, right? We live in a culture. We live in a world where... We're being inundated by the stories of others, right? Social media, TV, news, YouTube, you name it, Netflix, or the person that comes to your cubicle in the morning every day and dumps on you what's going on in their life. It's like, yeah, that's a part of being a human being is storytelling. And it's time now for you to take a little bit of onus, a little bit of responsibility in your own life and start telling your own story, even if it's simply just telling that story to yourself. 
So, okay, you've got your notebook or you've got your audio recorder, you've got your phone, whatever you're going to do. And we simply want to start writing down the thoughts and the behaviors regarding this habit, this thing, this area of your life that you're looking to improve. So, you know, for me, I knew that I had a, a big time issue with the way I related to food and eating. And I was able over time to trace that behavior all the way back to being a very small child. And I realized that I would use food in a sort of self-soothing, self-medicating and a distracting kind of way, right? I, I certainly was not eating for nutrients sake. You know, I was ramming myself full of chips and crackers, you know, hiding Pop-Tarts under the couch cushion, waiting for my parents to leave. And I traced this behavior of using food like a medicine, using food like a drug, a distraction, um, well into my late 20s and into my 30s when I'm now finally starting to get a hold of it. But I'm only getting a hold of it because I deeply, fully understand it. And you're going to get there too. Choose this, choose this habit, this area of your life that you're looking to improve and start to ask some very basic questions. Who? What? When? Where? Why? And how? They teach you this in first grade, I'm quite sure. Who are you? Well, you're the person that has an issue that you're looking to solve. Let's, let's you know, write that down. I... Jimmy Brown, I, <laughs> Patrick Strevens, am looking to make some changes in the way I eat, in the amount that I procrastinate, etc. How do I feel before this behavior takes place, during this behavior, and after? Now, I know there's a lot of shame often when it comes to bad habits, binge eating, procrastination, alcohol, whatever it may be. But we need to dig in. How do you feel before the behavior? How do you feel in that moment when you decide to give in and do it? How do you feel? What does that feel like? What are the words? What are the thoughts? What is the bodily feeling? How do you feel during when you're doing the thing that, that gets you high, the thing that, the thing that distracts you, the, your, your drug of choice, your bad habit, that thing that you fall into like under a nice warm blanket? What does that feel like? And then how do you feel after? Is there shame? Is there a mess to clean up? Are there people standing around aghast at what you've just done? Details, man, or woman, or non-binary, or whoever. Details. Ask yourself, what were you doing before the behavior took place? Was there something that triggered you, right? Were you frustrated and angry, so you turned to alcohol, you turned to pornography? Were you lonely, so you turned to that person that time and time again abuses you? Now, beyond asking yourself these questions, who am I? What is this behavior? What does it feel like? How do I partake in it? How did it come into my life? Why? Now that's of course a, a much bigger question, but consider it, right? Like, okay, today I binge ate. I went to the food court and went nuts. Why did I do that? Is it a habit? Is it simply just automatic? And if so, if it is simply a habit, could it be broken? Where were you when these things take place? Are there environmental triggers? Are there people in your life that trigger you to run away and escape and partake in this behavior? The more questions you can ask about it, the better. And again, we're not looking for any solutions at this point. We're not looking to make any changes. We are simply asking questions as to what is this that's going on? Okay, in this record, I want you to keep track of a few important metrics every day that you sit down to write. Sleep. Assign a number or a word value to your sleep and, and note how long you actually slept. I slept like shit for four hours or I slept like a king for nine hours and it was beautiful. Okay, we need to keep track of that daily. Consumption. I'm talking whatever you consume. Food, prescription medication, recreational drugs, 
alcohol, water. How much water are you drinking? It's key, 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 key. Anything that's going into your body or even into your brain, make a note of it. Keep track of it. How much, how often, and if you'd like, why? Also, exercise and movement, okay? Are you exercising at all? Are you exercising a little bit? Is this the thing you're procrastinating on? Make a note of it, you know? Yet again, another day with no exercise. Yet again, another day with no exercise. Or today, you know what? I parked a little ways away from the store and I walked in. I took the stairs, whatever that may be. Are you moving? Are you exercising? I also would recommend, this is something I've recently started. I won't even lie to you. I haven't started this yet, but I'm, I'm going to do it. Assign a number value or a word value to, to the quality of your sleep. Okay, so I'm doing that. But also apply that number and word value to your mood over the course of the day. You know, I woke up feeling about an eight. I was great. Then I got up and I started seeing that person I really dislike or the weather was terrible or something. I got a bad phone call. My mood went to a five. By the time I was going to bed, I was at a two. Whatever that looks like, you need to keep track of your mood in some way over the course of the day. Finally, if you can, uh, a number value or a word value or a few notes on productivity. And that's, you know, it's cliche in some ways. We don't measure ourselves always by what we do, but were there things that you accomplished during the day, right? Like take pride in that. I recorded a podcast. I cleaned the house. I went and went visited my family. Whatever that looks like for you. I got the big job and the big presentation done at work. I had that important conversation with my boss, whatever. Whatever you accomplished, you need to also make note of that. Now, th this is a lot I understand and it's overwhelming, but if we could simplify it and break it down, you have a phone, you have a notebook, you have whatever, some form of record keeping of your life. Be immaculately, immensely analytical and detailed about your life. I believe it's the only way that problems are going to be solved in our life is by opening up and deepening our self-awareness. And that's what this will encourage you to do. No solutions, no problem solving at this point. Simply just awareness and keeping track of what it is you're doing. And you know, so often these destructive and unhealthy habits, really they go unchecked because they've become automatic. You know, by becoming truly aware of the scope of the issue, then we can begin to break it apart, right? By kind of breaking out of that frame of automatic uh, behavior, then we can start to see the problem for what it is. It's like, I, you are not a binge eater. You are someone that has an issue with the way they relate to food. That doesn't simply mean that you automatically go and binge eat every day, but it just means that right now, there's a lack of awareness in how you relate to food. So again, breaking that frame, breaking that automation, breaking that sort of identity around the bad habit will come as you begin to dive into the who, what, when, where, and why of the problem. And again, this all supposes that you're willing to do the work, you're willing to be honest, you're not gonna, you're not gonna hide from what it is you're doing. I can't, I can't make you be honest. I can't make you courageous enough to go and do these things. I would simply say that if you have a problem with honesty, if you have a problem with, uh, you know, courageously um, taking, <clears throat> if you have a problem with honesty, if you have a problem with courageously appraising and, and, and looking at yourself for who you are in the mirror, um, you know what, it's going to take time, but here's, here's the first steps, right? 
just a little bit of writing every day. No one's going to see it. No one's going to read it. Be vulnerable with yourself, right? And again, I can't just tell you to do it. You have to believe that you can do it. I know you can do it. And I'll tell you what, I would even believe that if you're willing to just simply take the first two steps, stop treating yourself like shit with negative talk and start just keeping track, keeping watch, keeping a record of what it is you're doing, the world will open up to you. You'll begin to see solutions. You'll begin to walk towards solutions because if it's like every night I sit down and wrote, God, I put off doing that thing again. Oh man, I went out with Sheena again. She's just using me for my money. She <laughs> she doesn't want me as a romantic partner or I went and ate another tub of ice cream or I put off having that conversation with my son, my daughter, my partner again. Eventually you're going to want to take steps, but that's because you've been honest and because you've dug in and said, this is the reality. This is the nature of the problem. Solutions will start to present themselves already at this point. And we haven't even gotten into the solutions uh, that I'm going to advocate for. And we're going to go there right now. Okay, the third step in this process, it's fairly simple. Let's say after two weeks to a month of keeping that record, keeping that journal, you're now simply just going to go back and read it. And I really believe that because of now you have the benefit of hindsight, you're going to be able to see solutions develop, but you're also going to see connections develop. And the more detailed you can be in your record keeping, the more likely this problem is going to get fixed sooner than later. So what you're going to notice is that things that maybe didn't appear to be connected or appear to have any relation to each other, they certainly did. And those connections and those trends will reveal themselves in your record keeping. And I'm not even saying that you need to make those connections in your writing, but simply by having those details through reading the record through hindsight, you'll be able to start to see some trends. So for example, you might find yourself saying, look, I was stressed out from work all week, you know, big projects coming down. The boss is really counting on me. I'm not sleeping. I'm really stressed out. I'm up to here with it. And I procrastinated doing some stuff around the house. I put off having an important conversation, etc., because I just didn't have the energy in me because I'm, you know, I'm up to my <laughs> eyeballs in work. And that's completely fair to say, but let's call it out. Let's say, look, areas of my life are slipping because one area of my life is taking over. Perhaps you have a bad habit of falling asleep or having low energy in the middle of the day. And it's like, okay, yet again, another day where I fell asleep in class. And because I've been keeping a record, it's like, man, I really don't seem to drink a lot of water. I don't drink a lot of water in the morning. Then I eat. I don't really drink after lunch. Okay. I'm probably got a problem with dehydration here. And I seem to have an energy problem. It wasn't, a, it may not be apparent or you may be sort of not thinking about it, but again, through hindsight, we can start putting two and two together. Another common one might be, look, I, I'm a little lonely. I haven't had sex in a while. I'm a single guy or gal. I was getting my ass kicked online in a video game. I became frustrated. So I turned to pornography. I turned to some other form of self-abuse. I turned to, again, the, <laughs> the late night call to somebody who I know doesn't appreciate me for who I am and is, and is more than happy to use me. But again, we're very aware of the problem often and we're aware enough of what we're doing in our life I'm really saying that through keeping this record and then reading back this record after a little while, connections will start to appear between what you're doing and the results you're getting. And we're not asking to change the results. The results have happened. The results are in, right? But we're asking you now going forward to begin to change those habits, change those triggers, change those behaviors that are affecting the results that you're getting. Which leads me to the fourth and final step. You now have the authority 
you have the responsibility to build a system for yourself, to build your future you. In the present, we've chosen to be a little kinder to ourselves, stop talking to ourselves negatively. In the present, we've decided to begin this process. We now have a record of our past, right? The present and the past are coming together. We're dealing with those things. We have our hands around multiple dimensions of our life. And now finally, we can begin to go into the future. Your behavior in the future, the results that you get in the future are now no longer in question because you know so clearly what you're doing wrong, what you need to improve upon, what you need to modify, what needs to shift to get the results that you want. So as we said, okay, you're falling asleep in class every day or you have this major dip in energy in the middle of the day and you're dehydrated. You can't change that. What you can change, change, and I'm skeptical about the word change, but this sounds like a change. You can start drinking more water and see if that helps. From there, you can, I mean, you'll be going to the bathroom more often, let's just say that, but probably rather that than falling asleep again and not getting things done again. You know, if it's like, man, I'm really, I can't seem to perform in bed like I used to for my spouse. I, I can't even walk up the stairs without huffing and puffing. You know, I, I can't even, I, I wouldn't even dare to, to go for a walk as a form of recreation. And then on the other hand, I look and see I'm not eating very well. I'm dehydrated. I'm smoking more tobacco than I usually do. Look, you cannot change like this your performance in bed or your performance uh, in recreational sports or your performance, your physical bodily performance. You can't just snap your fingers and change that. But you know now what it is that you've done to yourself. And at that point, you simply have to ask, if I want a better future, if I want a better life, don't I know now very well? And I understand that there's a little bit of faith. There's a bit of a leap of faith being taken here to say, if you're keeping an accurate record of yourself, then the solutions will present themselves. This is really an invitation to a deep self-awareness, a deep analysis. And you know what? You can't be afraid to maybe try some stuff that may or may not work, right? Maybe dehydration isn't the only problem. Maybe there's something you're consuming that you're allergic to right? Maybe you're really frying your eyes with the, with the phone and the computer screen all day. And that's what's affecting your sleep. And the poor sleep is affecting your dietary choices. We, and I'm right there with you. We have spun a tangled web of issues for ourselves, especially in modern society. But this is the only way I can really think. This is the only way that I've had success to break out of that web and to start to become more aware of, of who I am on a physical and a mental and a spiritual level. It's in you. Truly it is. And I'm trying to offer you a system here that I think will open some doors and open your eyes inward, right? Start telling your story, start looking at yourself and overall be kind to yourself and build the life that you deserve to live. You know, for example, if you're, if you're procrastinating, I don't have the energy to complete this task. So I put it off, but maybe that's not the issue. Maybe it's like, I'm afraid of failing. And it's like, yeah, you don't know how to build a fence. I don't know how to build a fence. I, I would probably be putting off building a new fence as well because I, I would fail and that'd be a major embarrassment and a waste of money, right? But okay, so you're afraid of failure. Could you take some training? Could you ask for help? Could you educate yourself in some other way? Could you maybe take a step towards that task? Could you break that task into smaller tasks and succeed at something simple related to that? As I said, yes, building a fence, if you've never done it, it's not easy at all. If you don't know how to do it, it's impossible. If you're procrastinating, maybe going out into the world and, and meeting people, you, you want to meet, just meet a friend or meet a romantic partner and you're afraid of failure. It's like on some level, 
you may have to take that step and experience the failure because you need to realize that within that failure, and it's not a failure in some sense if you broke out of the procrastination and tried, in the failure comes, of course, of course, the seeds for learning and and the the rush of getting to try again. It's maybe kindling a competitive spirit in you that's missing and that's why you're procrastinating. But I'm not going to sit here and psychoanalyze you. I just wanted to offer that because so often, so often we've, we don't do or we do do the thing that makes us feel good, you know, in the moment. It gets us high. We get that dopamine surge or whatever from giving into the habit. But the pride and the long-term success and the the true the true um, well-being comes from breaking that habit and then understanding the underlying reasons behind the habit. So again, it's up to you. This is a solution that is purely purely personal. You get to put your hands around your past, your present, and your future and build a life that you want to live. Start talking a little nicer to yourself. Stop with the negative self-talk. Begin to keep a record. Begin to develop awareness of what you're doing. Then, through hindsight, go back and have a look at that record and see, can we start to build some connections? Can we see reasons and things that I'm doing that are leading to these poor results And from there, I believe the road ahead should be a little clearer for you because you can simply say, I know what I'm doing that's leading to these problems. I know very predictably when I will give in to this bad habit and I can begin to stay away from those triggers, anticipate those triggers and walk away. From there, man, who knows what you could do. You could take on the world at that point, but you got to break yourself of these bad habits and I'm right there with you. There's a couple that I've quit. There's a couple more that are... (laughs) Uh, Let's say I'm somewhere in this process with those myself, but I really want to thank you for listening and for watching. Please get in touch through Facebook. The link is in the show notes. You can add me as a friend. You can shoot me a note on Messenger. You can join the Facebook group for the podcast. Let's keep that discussion going. Let's talk about building that better life. And um, until we speak again, please, please remember that better is possible.